The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. Athen, just do whatever you want and don't care about what other people think or care about the outcome. Han Solo... Like, what I have to say, though, is the reason why you care what other people think about you is honestly because your value, it's really because you have nothing to live for. You guys know why you guys crave so much for validation? It's because you don't feel worth enough to give it to yourself. You don't have a reason to live for, and the only reason you can get to live for is through the eyes of others. Funnily enough, if you do what is right, you get that validation from yourself. You stop caring what people think about you. If all you care is feeling good, if that's really all you care of, you're really like steered towards caring a lot what people think about you because it's empty. The moment you let go caring to feel good, you won't even care so much about validation either because what you will care about is doing what's right. It's very important to realize that the reason why you care what other people think about you is because you don't have anything to live for. That's the reason why you care what other people think about you. And the reason why you have nothing to live for is because you've never learned. When you were a kid, you had it. Everyone, all of you guys, when you were a kid, you had this life passion. Like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do what's right. And you get slapped in the face over and over again. Society tells you it's about feeling good. It's about feeling good. It's about happiness, glorifies, luxuries, all this shit you don't need. And you really, like, as you're in a child, you just go like, okay, I guess. And then you start trying to impress others because you go like, yeah, I guess. But you'd say, like, but this doesn't work, but everybody's, you know, I guess it's me. I mean, you're, you're being trapped. It doesn't work. It's a scam. You guys have all been scammed. You know what to live for. It's inside you. You know it's doing the right thing. But you gotta first get rid of this indoctrination you went through. It's just like people have to stop believing in God to not follow the word of the Bible. You gotta stop believing that feeling good is what you care most about. Because that's what society told you. It's not true. And then you feel so much better. Do you guys understand it? I know you guys understand this. Everybody of you guys have this part in you, right? I mean, you go like, damn shit, son, this is, I can relate to that. Don't let other people define your self-worth because they don't care. They also feel worthless. It's like almost like a lie we all keep up together. And deep inside we know we're bullshitting ourselves. What is the click? The click is exactly this. The click is accepting what you are. It is literally letting go this emotional attachment to feeling good and doing what is right. And what is right is really defined by logic. That is what the click is. But the problem is a lot of people, what they did is they went like, yeah, I want to feel good and I really care about what other people think about me. And they were like, wait, I'll use logic to feel good. And they went to that paradigm shift and kept doing logical stuff, felt good. But then when they f- didn't feel good because of situation, they suddenly start doubting. Hey, it seems this logic doesn't work so well anyway because I don't feel good. And they let it go. That's the selfish click. Like everybody that clicked selfishly just loses it. But if you do it for the right true reasons, you never stop doing what's right because you don't care about feeling good. So if you have a time where you feel sick or stressed, you don't let it affect what you are. You just keep going and you stay in the flow every day. Even if you feel shit, it doesn't matter. 
I mean, I have times where I feel like shit, but it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect doing what's right. I don't just go like, yeah, I'll be a good person when I feel good. No, no, I'm a good person all the time. And that's what brings in consistency and stability in my life. That's what makes me complete. I'm really telling you guys, honestly, this is how it works. Valuing logic on a fundamental level is merely giving shape to what you believe is right. Because what is right is defined by logic. Impact, it's defined by reality. One, you can't have without the other. You can't do what's right and go against logic. But yeah, like when you guys look at me and go like, yeah, man, you're so confident or you have good friends, you have a relationship, you have success, you make money. I'm telling you really honestly, really, this is truly honestly, everything that you envy or jealous or saying like, oh, you deserve it or whatever, whatever you see, even if you think I'm an asshole or whatever, or a douchebag or a crazy guy, whatever, all of that, the good and the bad is merely a symptom. It's a side effect of doing what's right for me. The reason why I started making money was because it was the right thing to do. Obviously, you know, taking care of yourself, you need to do that, right? You can't just live without taking care of yourself. So taking care of the self is part of doing what's right. If you didn't have enough, you go like, yeah, like I'll try to help other people. When it comes down to a girlfriend, it comes naturally because you just know what you want. You know what is right. And girls are gravitating towards that. They love that. Then about success and friends, you will have better friends because you're more sincere. You're more true to yourself. You don't bullshit. You don't lie. So people have a better connection. You get to find people that are on that level and you have a much stronger relationship. Then when it comes down to success, it just grows steadily because you go about doing what's right more and more logical. And in the long run, you just get better and better results because it's not even about the outcome. You know, there's a lot of things I did in my life that didn't work out, but I always did it with the right reasons. And if you keep doing that, it's like playing poker. It's about the sample size. Over many decisions in your life, you just keep, even by going back and forward, you keep going up. Zuri says, is everything inherent and logical, or is that just the best model framework humans have come up explaining most of their consistent experience? Considering we can never see reality for what it is, only model it, isn't it possible that we, by trusting logic, would miss out on some aspects that are not logical? What if some parts of the reality don't make sense? Well, if they don't make sense, they don't make sense within our current framework. Do you know that space being bendable and time going slower and faster didn't make sense before either? Math and our own understanding of logic has also evolved. So what doesn't make sense, once we understand it, we can fill it in within our logical framework. And that's the beauty of logic. If logic does not explain reality anymore, then it's logical to improve it, even if it means you'd adopt something that is more alien. That's the beauty of logic. It is self-destructive when it does not apply anymore because it would be logical to do so. So you cannot get caught in a logical belief system. You cannot become like fundamentalist in logic because logic defeats itself when it's not applicable anymore. This constant stream of outside world telling you like, hey, it's about career, it's about success, it's about money. No, life is not about any of that. Life is about doing the right thing. And then success and all that shit is a side effect of that. But if you never learned that, of course, you know, you get confused as fuck. You don't even know what to do with your life. That's why a lot of people end up being very miserable. And even if they know this, they go still like, yeah, 
I know that the boogeyman is this craving for the good feelings. It's the good feelings. It's your good experiences that's screwing you over. Because when you don't have them, you just crave for them. Put your own misery in context of that. And you feedback loop enhance these experiences in a vicious spiral that gets worse and worse and worse and worse. While if you just let go this fixation, this glorification of these good experiences, suddenly you just accept your situation and you're left with doing what's right. And every time you do something that you think is the right thing to do, you give yourself an additional reason what to live for. It's quite beautiful that it's so easy explained. But the problem is now, even if you know that, even if you know you're in a misery and all that shit, you still go like, yeah, but I get it. But I still don't want to change. And I'll explain you why you don't want to change. The reason why you don't want to change has a neurological reason. It's like the brain really goes to the path of least resistance. It's like your brain is fucking lazy as fuck. Even if it has to run to keep its neural networks intact, it will do so. Even if it has to lie or go through a lot of shit. But if you understand that, then you understand that these neurons, just as much as you have cancer in your body, you have neurons that have cancerous information that fucks you over. You literally have these parasites within what you are that doesn't care about you. That would let you really do shit that goes against the rest of it. And being able to distinguish that and understand that the bad guy in that regards, you know, why you cannot change, why you don't even want to change, even though you know that it's so simple, is actually on a neurological level explained because of how pathways develop and all that. You can realize like, wait, I can actually gain control and do something about it by being aware of these mechanics. And that's why I say you have to die. Because if you on an existential level accept death and on an existential level can let go and understand while you're meditating that everything is just coming and going, you have a much easier time to look at the world for what it is, detach yourself and do what's right. Salador says, why do you think you didn't have to go to identity and ego death? It's because I never built an identity. The reason why I never had to go through identity death was because since a very young age, I never had to let go doing what's right. And you might say, like, how does that work? If you're that child, you want to change the world, you will get these reality checks and you will give up, right? No. Because when I was really young, I was already talking with my brother and his friend about special and general activity, about doing good, about the world. And it was really like dominating my life. Every night after school, I talked for hours and hours on end with my brother listening, speaking. And as I grew up until my 16, it's basically almost all the things I did every day. I didn't really be busy with all the other stuff. I was really busy with understanding these things. And since the environment was such a big influence and such a positive nice framework it really helped me to gather the illogical tools to be able to combat all the misery i just said like yeah i can do something about that i will figure it out i had a lot of trust in logic it made me indestructible and that's why i never really even build an identity i always used logic as a framework and like i said the only real existential duality i experienced throughout my life was when I was like, why do I care about other people and I want to do good if I'm inherently selfish? Am I not just a hypocrite? Should I just not just care about myself? But I realized that I might be wrong, first of all. And secondly, imagine if I was wrong, I wouldn't be able to forgive myself because the only thing I would gain is maybe a little bit more comfort and feeling a little bit better and that's not worth it. I knew that by giving up doing what's right, I would give up on what to live for. And the only thing I would be left is some shitty experience 
And that was not even attractive to me because I saw straight through it. It's not about pleasure. Purpose is not just about pleasure. It's bigger than that. And I realized that since I was a kid. And that's why I never really even craved to create identity because that's what you do when you feel empty. You feel like you want to make up for something. You feel like either you do it through social validation, you care what other people think, so you get that purpose a little bit. You want to feel like something to live for, but they don't care. And as you grow up, you realize that, and you start building a stronger and stronger identity. You do it through your little passions or your little attachments, and that's where you find a reason to live for. You try to always have these compromises because you've never learned through society, through education, through conditioning, that doing what is right is what you're designed to do. And the moment you realize that, you can literally let go. But I know that change is hard. Change is really hard. And that's why existential death, dying on an existential level, can help you tremendously relieve that and set yourself free. And I would go even as far as saying that if you lead your understanding by a drive to do what's right, and when you see yourself in others, you will pursue evolving on a level that transcends any kind of motivation or discipline and it never stops it's not because you feel good about it because you understand on a fundamental level that's what you're designed to do it's not about your own preferences it's not about your own reference frame it's about what is right to do and some people realize that once they have their own child they become a mother or a father they realize like hey it is not about me it's about the bigger picture and the funny thing is once you do that This essence, this worthlessness vanishes in front of purpose, a meaning to serve, commitment. Because anything that you do that is more than just for you is an extra reason to live for. Not just because you're going to die one day, but because what you leave behind and how it ripples. That's what true purpose and meaning is, evolving as a superorganism, as life itself. And you guys know this feels right. And this is right. And there is a part in you, in all of you, when you were a kid that wanted to achieve it. There is a part in you when you were a kid that wanted to do the right thing, that wanted to become a superhero or change the world. Well, I'm telling you, that kid in you was right. And you know who screwed you over and made you realize like, hey, this is maybe not how it is? It was society. It was the people around you that were themselves ignorant and didn't understand. So don't even blame them. Don't even blame yourself. But just accept and start moving forward. Go to that core, that essence that drives you, that connection, that emotional attachment to this feeling good that is just empty and merely a symptom of doing what's right and change. And if you can't change because you're too attached, then go. Go through this existential death and realize that everything is just, you know, comes and goes and that it's bigger than you. Slightly off track, but answer me this. How can we change and do good when in a life we are stuck in the system of thing? How can I help people? How can we have the tools to help when we are stuck in shitty jobs and in a monetary system? Likari, by following science, facts, and logic, if you let go your attachment on that feeling good and you follow doing what's right and you start feeding it by small things, it will start growing on you really quickly. And you will start seeing that having truly a heart is not one where you want to do what is right so you feel good, but doing what's right because you have the biggest impact. So truly caring means caring about logic, science, facts, and reality. That's what truly caring means. And that really means sometimes even be able to be cold. If you see a kid dying in front of you, 
And you know that in order to take care, you have to give a million dollars to cancer so he gets treated because his treatment costs a million dollars. You're better off literally giving that million dollars and save, what is it, thousands in another place? So you might say like, yeah, that's cruel. You're not saving that one child. You're saving these thousands. No, 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 it's not. It's having a real heart. Having a real heart is sometimes being able to do something that feels bad, like your mother punishing you even though it's sad for herself. You think your mother likes to punish her child? She does it with sadness in her heart, but she knows it's the right thing to do. You think your mother likes to kick the shit out of you, out of house, so you fall back on your own feet? She does it with sadness in her heart, but she knows it's the right thing to do. So you can grow up because a mother doesn't want to go with the idea like, oh, my own child will always rely on me. What if I'm not there anymore? My child has to learn how to take care of herself or himself. That's the thing. That's what true selflessness is. It's you do the right thing even if it doesn't feel right. You do it because you know it's right. And that's what logic and science and reality can definitely today with the internet era. You get so much information, so much access to all these things to be able to, you know, like figure out what the best thing is you can do. And let me tell you, one of the best things you can do once you get this, find like-minded people, organize yourself and spread the message. How do I know what's right for funds? What's right is relative to your reference frame, relative to your knowledge and everything. Basically, life itself You being alive, there is a reason for it. Do you know if you look at evolutionary biology, experience, consciousness didn't exist. It emerged like your hands. It emerged through evolution because it helped life to evolve. Your true goal and purpose is to evolve as a superorganism. It's not about your own life. Just like it's not about a cell in your body. It's not about you. And going through existential death really allows you to experience that much better because you feel one with the cosmos and all that shit. You just feel one with everybody around you because you don't see a difference anymore. Doing what's right really means bringing about consistency within the framework of what you are. And that really means just taking care of other people, helping us move forward. Everybody knows what is doing what's right. I know some people say like, yeah, what is it? What is it? You guys know what to do. And even in this context, if you have this insight and this awareness, it's a no-brainer to spread it. It's a no-brainer to find like-minded people. But the problem is a lot of people use what to do as an excuse to not even go there. Because it's not so much about what to do. It's about do you want to do it? Do you want to do what's right? Rather, what is the right thing to do? Vandalar Gaming, if you're really truly on the same page, then what drives you is doing what's right using logic, science and reality and facts. And if that is the case, then the best thing you can do is find like-minded people and spread this awareness. Because you duplicate yourself. Because the problem of society is not so much that there is not enough. It's not a resource problem. It's more an awareness one. For the people that don't know, we have here a place, you know. We have a place here where we provide people to come over and work together with us. And they just do what they believe has the biggest impact. And you can talk to other people and figure things out. That's what I thought was really important, was create a framework for people that want to make a difference. They didn't have to go through all the shit that I had to go through. All these practical limitations that disable you from, you know, just focusing on doing what's right. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.